0: This is Sarah Lemon, author of the Whole Dish blog and food writer for the Meal Tribune newspaper in Southern Oregon. This podcast is produced for the Meal Tribune and Rosebud Multimedia. You can find it online at www.mealtribune.com forward slash podcasts and on my blog www.mealtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. It's also available at esouthernoregon.com forward slash rogue hyphen valley hyphen food. I was feeling a bit stingy earlier this week when my mother-in-law asked if she could have a package of ground lamb from my freezer and this is lamb as I mentioned in a previous podcast back in May that I purchased it as a whole animal from a local 4-H club member. Kids we've happened to know for a while. We know they raise lambs. They know we like lambs. It's a nice arrangement to get a large quantity of meat all at once that's locally raised. It's treated well, of course. It's delicious. And we have a large freezer to put it all in at once. This was um, somewhere in the neighborhood, about 70 pounds of meat it's large for lamb. Over the years, I've taken to having more of it ground um, per my custom instructions with a local butcher shop, rather than a lot of bone in pieces, just because my family really likes ground lamb. We use it in burgers, it goes into our favorite meatball recipe. And this time of year, when the garden is just overflowing with all kinds of vegetables large enough to be stuffed. <laughs> lamb is the preferred meat for stuffing them. It was pretty shameful on my part that I would be loath to give my mother-in-law some lamb for her stuffed eggplant because she is the one who does the vast majority of the work in the garden and we reap that benefits. Of course, It's the least I can do to fork over a package of ground lamb, but we are so fond of it. It has already been eaten far more rapidly than I thought it would be. And here it isn't even, you know, close to winter when I like to use it in cabbage rolls and shepherd's pie. We haven't even made moussaka yet with the first eggplant from the garden. So. I told myself I need to do more things than with the quote-unquote kebab meat or stew meat that the butcher cut off the shoulders for me. Rather than doing a shoulder roast of lamb, which is great in the crock pot, you know, you can do it like a pot roast, I just haven't been cooking that many large roasts over the past couple of years. Lamb cut into chunks is just a lot more versatile in my sort of cooking repertoire than a large shoulder roast, for example. And I even had them remove all the meat from one of the legs rather than doing a whole leg roast, which of course is like the creme de la creme of lamb. I even had one of those put into what I call kebab meat, just nice chunks of meat that are kind of about one inch to two inch square. Here in the past week or so, revisiting a story that ran in last year's St. Louis Post-Dispatch last August by Daniel Neiman, I came across a recipe actually that is perfect for those larger chunks of lamb and it's a casserole of lamb and eggplant with garlic which of course is perfect right now with all the garden bounty and I was so pleased to reread this and confirm what I believe that lamb and eggplant in this writer's opinion. It's just something kind of alchemical about the marriage of those two ingredients. And I'm not sure what it is, whether it's the fact that lamb is just so rich and eggplant so readily soaks up the flavors of other foods you put with it, particularly fat. So it just enhances that lamb flavor. I, I don't really know, but there really is something special about this combination. And this casserole, in particular, according to him, which is what was adapted from a book titled Backroad Bistro's Farmhouse Fair, a French country cookbook by Jane Siegel. Of course, this is very, very hearty of comfort food, likened to cassoulet. And in fact, the author of, of the book, she said about this dish, if they made cassoulet in Provence, it might taste like this, of course, Cassoulet being from more the north and central part of France, and Provence being an area where all those very typical Mediterranean warm weather vegetables are really bountiful. I think it sounds absolutely delicious, particularly because it's topped with a fresh breadcrumb mixture that's toasted in butter and enhanced in garlic. It gives it just that really, really nice textural contrast and really delicious fresher garlic flavor and right now I happen to have a lot of new crop garlic that was harvested just about a month ago from our garden I'm looking for ways to use it up because it doesn't all store all year I mean there's a lot of garlic that has a real short shelf life so I'm trying to use up um, garlic while it's still juicy and mild just really really delicious and this is a great method for that the breadcrumb mixture itself could even be used On other dishes, it could be used to top pasta. It could be used sprinkled over salad. To start this dish, casserole of lamb and eggplant with garlic. It calls for two and three quarter pounds boneless lamb shoulder. Again, mine is already cut for me. Two and three quarter pounds total and those should be cut into one and a half inch pieces. It also calls for lamb stew meat. This is going to be simmered for a long time. The difference with stew of course being is it often is from the, the tougher muscles and may have more tendon just it needs to be broken down through braising. It also calls for olive oil a half a cup plus two tablespoons and that's a divided use two medium onions two pounds of eggplant a cup of chicken stock a bouquet garni which is a sprig of fresh thyme six parsley stems and one bay leaf tied in a bundle with kitchen string or in a cheesecloth you can make a bouquet garni with other herbs to your liking but that's sort of the basic one it could also include rosemary it could also include paragon or oregano or sage if you like there's some salt and pepper to taste three quarter cup fresh breadcrumbs and this is it's it's an ideal use for bread that's maybe a little stale um, but still has some moisture three large garlic cloves a half a cup chopped fresh parsley two tablespoons butter. Preheat the oven to 375 degrees. If you have a whole shoulder, cut that into one and a half inch pieces, of course. Peel, halve, and thinly slice the two medium onions and peel and cut into one inch cubes, the two pounds of eggplant. Sprinkle the pieces of lamb with some salt, a taste. You're going to Sort of sear this in a cast iron or heavy skillet. Heat a half a cup of the oil over medium heat. Add the lamb pieces to the oil in batches, browning them all over for five to seven minutes per batch. Then transfer them to a large casserole. Another name for that cooking vessel might be a Dutch oven. Add the sliced onions to the same pan that you cook the lamb in. And cook stirring until they're tinged with brown you don't want them real brown just starting to to brown for eight to ten minutes add those to the lamb and the casserole and then in the same skillet brown the eggplant in batches the little salt the salt draws the moisture out of the eggplant and of course it's going to absorb as we mentioned all that oil flavored with the lamb and onion and then add the eggplant cubes to the casserole with the lamb and the onion if the eggplant looks dry while you're cooking it you can add some oil pour the stock and this is a cup of chicken stock if you happen to have lamb stock on hand which I do because when I get my lamb butchered I ask for some of the large bones the leg bones To be packaged for making stock specifically would be a great use for that. Otherwise, chicken stock, homemade or commercially packaged, is just fine. One cup of chicken stock, pour it into the casserole with the lamb, eggplant and onions, and tuck in that bouquet garni, the herb bundle tied with the kitchen twine. Put the casserole in the preheated oven, again, 375 degrees and bake that uncovered until the lamb is tender for about one and a half hours. Stir it two or three times while cooking. Discard the bouquet garni and add pepper to taste. The casserole can be cooked at this point a day or two ahead and chilled. It's a lot like beef bourguignon, beef burgundy, Julia Child's, sort of iconic recipe that she swore was actually better made a day before and reheated. It, it makes it kind of an ultimate entertaining dish because it kind of wows your guests, but you're not slaving over a hot stove and stirring up until the last minute. The vast majority of the work has been done ahead of time. You're just reheating it. And this calls for reheating covered in a 350 degree oven before serving. So while the lamb cooks, or if you're reheating the next day, make that breadcrumb topping. Add three quarter cup fresh breadcrumbs to a bowl of a food processor. And you should have peeled three large garlic cloves. Just slice those just using a little paring knife into the food processor bowl with the fresh breadcrumbs. Pulse until the garlic is coarsely chopped. Add a half a cup chopped fresh parsley. It's easier to add it already chopped than trying to chop up whole leaves because you don't want the breadcrumbs just like ground to a powder here. So the parsley should be mostly chopped before adding it. Pulse until the breadcrumbs, garlic, and parsley are homogenous, finely chopped, even mixture and then in a saute pan melt two tablespoons butter with two tablespoons olive oil add the breadcrumb mixture and stir until that's all evenly coated with butter of course it'll soak that up you don't necessarily want this to toast in the pan for too long because you're putting this topping on top of the the casserole and then broiling it so heat the oven broiler Sprinkle the breadcrumb topping over the lamb casserole. Put the casserole on an oven rack so the topping is about two inches from the heat. And broil until it's lightly browned for three to five minutes. I would start this on the low broiler setting. High setting, things can burn so quickly. I know they do in my oven. And the recipe does admonish to watch carefully and turn the casserole dish as necessary so the topping browns evenly and doesn't burn. Serve it as soon as possible and that makes six servings. It's a recipe adapted by the St. Louis Post-Dispatch again from Backroad Bistro's Farmhouse Fair, a French country cookbook by Jane Siegel. You can find that recipe on my current blog, The Whole Dish www.mealtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish and also blogs.esouthernoregon.com forward slash rogue hyphen valley hyphen food. Also on my blog in the two previous posts, you'll find two more recipes, eggplant carpaccio and a colorful, flavorful pepper eggplant and tomato spread give those a try with eggplant fresh from the garden fresh from the farmers market